name of this podcast, The Promise, is He Guides Me, Then Takes Me. Steve Gretsch here, and the podcast is called A Different Drummer. Psalm 73, 24 says, You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will take me into glory. What a wonderful promise. Actually, there's two promises there. This is promises for the here and now, and also later when he takes us to his glory. Uh, you will guide me. Isn't that wonderful? Um, that I looked up the word, and it's to straighten. And you almost think, I thought at first, it was the word straighten was missing some letters. It's S-T-R-A-I-T-E-N. It sounds the same, but it isn't what you think it is. It's to enclose in a limited area or to confine. It also could mean to bestow, which is to ple- to please of honor. I'm sorry, place, that should be a place of honor. I think I misspelled that. And then also to put, which is a place in a specific location in a specified condition. Isn't that wonderful the way our Lord cares for us? It's, it's all for our, it's all for our good. For, it's for our, the best thing for us. It's the best thing for us. That's what I'm trying to get out. He guides me. And so, and it's all, it's with his counsel. And so with his counsel, we listen. In John 10, 34 says, The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Isn't that wonderful? I love that. He's the gate. Gatekeeper opens the gate. We follow him. He calls us by name. He counsels us. He puts us, he straightens us, and he, it's in, puts us in a way, it's a limited area confined, but yet it's still what's best for us, whatever that might be. Uh, his counsel is advice. You think about that, honestly. I, think, I thought about his counsel. And it's nothing but advice uh, from the Creator. These are his promises. I, I go back to Second Peter chapter one so many times. It's just the cornerstone of his promises, and the reason I'm doing this is because of his promises and just the wonderful, the wonderful, the, the promises, and he's committed to them. And I looked that up too. And in Second Peter one three through four says his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his great, very, and he's given us his very great and precious promises. There you go. So that through them, you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. That's the purpose of this podcast for it. So we, it's a place to go for comfort. And I could always sense that when our pastors would talk about to believe the promises, my pastors, believe the promises of God. It's a place that we can go to escape the evil desires and the corruption in this world. We can we can go, we can have that. And the Lord gives us his wonderful promises. And they're just amazing. Um, and then his this counsel that he talks about for speaking and praise. It, it, this is his counsel. And I got a little ahead of myself there, but it's found in 1 Peter 4.11. says, if anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. 
If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides, so that in all things God may be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So there's his counsel. His counsel brings us to a point where we, again, in the previous podcast, we have this fire in the belly. We spend time in his word. We believe his promises. He gives us, we get advice and from the, from the creator and leading. He leads us as his own sheep. He calls us by name. And then afterward, which is basically, it means away from. And uh, uh, away from what? As 2 Corinthians 4, 14 says, Because we know that the one who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. He I think it's a, you know, it, it, you could, a person could kind of go off on that a little bit, but basically he draws us to himself and away from, again, in Second Peter, the evil desires of this world. And so I, at some point he'll take me, whether it's in death or the rapture. And I love this because it's to send for. He seizes us and fetches us. <laughs> Psalm 49, 15, but God will redeem me from the realm of the dead he will surely take me to himself and that's the that's the thing he is the object of our faith he will take us to himself and guess what we're going to get a new house um <laughs> uh, this is kind of an additional part to that other verse i read second corinthians 5 1 says for we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed we have a building from god an eternal house in heaven not built by human hands. I'm really glad for that. I'm, I'm thinking you are too. My house is a hundred years old, built by human hands. And I've been here a while and I've had to remodel it twice now. And it um, it's a lot of work. <laughs> but I love this, that we we're promised a house that's not built by human hands. You know, I should do a podcast on that. It is a promise. And he brings us to glory, which is himself. And the glory is nothing but splendor. It, it's a great light or brilliance. Brilliance. He takes us to himself. First Chronicles 16, 25-27 says, For great is the Lord, most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and joy are in his dwelling place. There is his dwelling place. We, we, those who believe on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who repent of their sin, trust him as Savior, believe the gospel, all these things, that's the gospel. We'll have a, we have a place. We have a house not built by human hands. Wonderful promises. So in the meantime, I'd say let's be single-minded and focused on his promises and, and learn them. I love his promises. I'm sure you do too. In 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen, since what is seen is temporary, and what is unseen is eternal. Wonderful promise. He guides me, then takes me. I, I love it. I hope you do too. And the Lord is good, and, and so we will talk to you soon. Take care.